Hey guys, today we're spicing it up with Ali from Open Sesame. He is an entrepreneur, he is a self-made business owner here in Long Beach for 20 years and he also has an LA location. Ali's restaurant has won many awards and has been featured in many articles. Recently, once again, he has been voted Best Mediterranean Restaurant in the Belmont Shore Naples area by the Best of Long Beach in 2019. Thank you for being on the show today. We've known each other for 13 years now. When we first moved to Long Beach in 2007, uh, we met you through Teresa. I remember Teresa, yes, LeBron. Yes, yes. So she introduced us to Woody and introduced us to Billy, Romeo, to you. Yeah. And we started coming to Open Sesame. And I didn't know anything about Lebanese food or anything like that. But what I do remember is you guys embracing us into your culture and showing us, you know, your your culture and your food which is amazing so i just want to thank you for just taking us in when we first moved here in 20 you know in 2007 and just you know just being our friends and taking us in and showing us your culture so when i ask you like what was your passion when like you were a young boy i read that you were you know working for a spice factory in lebanon but what was it like was it your family was it your mom was it your dad was you know like relatives that got you into this because like for us like the hispanic culture we're all about food we're all about spices and like i have aunts that make a chili a certain way and my mom makes it a certain way and the other aunt makes it a certain way but it's all like our culture is around our food and you guys are the exact same exactly way you know your culture way, yeah. is the same way so can you tell us a little bit about what got you started and what like what was what was that thing that just like like just intrigued you and i want you know like you loved going into I, I can't put my my finger on one thing in particular as to what got me started I can tell you it's a combination of many things mm. uh, the first time I saw second street um, in 89 oh, wow. I, I walking down second street and I love the street and the feel and it kind of reminded me of home uh, where I was you know where I grew up in Beirut same feel, little mom and shop, little mom and pop shops, uh, close uh, close to the ocean, same weather. And the idea of opening a Lebanese restaurant really started in 1989. Wow. I was probably uh, 21 years old, 21, 22, something like that. And then uh, I think that first year I moved to uh, Belmont Shore. I lived a little inland and I moved to Belmont Shores. That was just a year or two years into this being in, in, in this country, fresh off the boat. Mm -hmm. So the combination, to answer your question exactly, combination of the Belmont Shore, uh, Long Beach, the feel, the, uh, the, uh, the, the knowledge that I can do it and I can cook, uh, having uh, lived the taste profile, the culture of, of the Lebanese food, from my aunts, my moms, my grandma, my other grandma, my other grandma, my great grandma, and my sisters and my in-laws, um, everything evolves around food. Right. I remember my mom would uh, uh, finish putting the dishes away for for breakfast around yeah. nine o'clock, nine thirty. She's already prepping for lunch, and <laughs> that's not going to be ready too. until like two o'clock. Yeah. And the conversation okay. is all about what we're going to do for lunch, and then when they're done with lunch, is what we're going to do for, for dinner. dinner. Right. So women in, uh, in that culture love to cook and like to provide uh, 
just healthy, wholesome, homemade food, uh, full of love to, you know, to get the, uh, the husband to stay around. Great. So uh, that was a joke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a combination of many things. And one thing that really resonated with me that fast forward in 1999, which is almost 10 years after the initial uh, encounter with Bowman Chores and feeling that, you know, the feel that I can really do a Lebanese restaurant here. I managed to negotiate a deal with the previous owner of this particular location. It used to which be is your original which location. Which is this one right yeah, here. Yeah, the that's original the original, location. the first, first location. Uh, I struck a deal with the Chinese guy that owned this uh, establishment at the time. Um, and we were negotiating in his kitchen, which is in the back, him doing the the walk thing right. and his wife in the front there was two people operation at the time and we came to agreement just standing up in the kitchen him uh, tossing his, uh, his chow mein and, yeah. uh, the, the, the knowledge that I've always knew haven't tried Lebanese food for 10 years and in, in, in this country I always knew I can do it better mm. uh, not because I better in the States or like or just what you had to bring from Lebanon? like. Good question. I, I just felt I can do the right combination of Lebanese restaurant. I have seen a lots of mom and pop that do amazing food, never been able to pull the right Recipes. Uh, atmosphere, right mm -hmm. consistency. Consistency has been an issue. You'll come have one thing one day, the other thing, it's the same thing, mm -hmm. it tastes different. And also the envi environment and the ambiance, they never really simulate uh, simulated the, the 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 experience to be also an American mm -hmm. Lebanese experience, meaning to provide the food, to provide the the, the warmth, but also to have the that service that we pride ourselves on in this country. Uh, so I thought I can combine everything: the the the, the aesthetics, the uh, the cuisine, the consistency, the the, the ambiance, the feel, uh, and I. I think have 21 years later, I would like to think I have been able to uh, uh, establish or accomplish that, if you may. Mm -hmm. So, so it's a combination of many things. Nice, and which you have accomplished that because I've been coming here since 2007. Twice a week. Yes, <laughs> exactly, right. And our kids love it. They're going to take out the whole thing. And there's always a line outside. There's always a line outside. You also expanded to, you know, the, the second, corner, yeah. well, to the corner location, but you've also expanded to what was the chocolate factory before. So you've expanded the restaurant. So it's always, a, you know, it's always busy. So everybody knows Open Sesame. And before your days, we have uh, expanded next door here. There was a, an, Egypt, an Egyptian artifact uh, place. No, oh. before the optometrist. Oh, okay. Uh, so I expand, well, I took this three, four years later, I expanded next door here. Okay. And then... Uh, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right next door. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Six, seven years yeah. later, I think you came about the same time I took the corner location. Okay, because yes. Because I could not take the next door location. Right, I remember that. The guy was successful, he didn't want to leave. I right. tried to bribe him, he wouldn't leave. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you also had the uh, other shop the the clothing company and the shoe store oh sway yes sway, you yeah. had sway i had that for almost too. seven years eight yeah. years some yeah, yeah, shoe yeah. the clothing and stuff that was my uh, middle life crisis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just your hobby that was right? my hobby yeah. i enjoyed it it was fun but 
this is where my heart is, right. you know, that was fun, but this is home. Mm -hmm. This is home. Now, all my three kids work for me. Mm -hmm. My daughter, my son, my other son, my mm -hmm. oldest is my uh, chef, uh, my, my dessert chef. Mm -hmm. I, I so read he that does all the pastries, yeah, yes. I saw that. And my uh, young daughter, she seemed to be, uh, hopefully, don't film this, because if she sees it, she's going to be pissed off. <laughs> the, uh, she's going to be the next boss, so mm -hmm. she's got the personality, the common sense, and the drive and the strength to, to take over, hopefully, so I can retire. Yeah, and we see her, she's a hard worker, we see her just juggling things around, we see her freaking cleaning windows, that's like she's amazing. amazing yeah. She's amazing, yeah, like, she's yeah. just amazing, so yeah. hopefully, you know, she does take over, she has a bigger vision, because yeah. you had a huge vision and created all this, and yeah, if you can... If she can take over and create something even bigger, you know, for your legacy is even more amazing. Have you met my oldest son, uh, Yusuf? I have not. Yeah. No, yeah. I've met yeah. your daughter. You should I see him one day. Daughter. You should come and see him one day when he's making the dessert in the back. Awesome. His I read desserts that. Yeah. are the best. Awesome. Really good, consistent, the and amazing. Everything. All yeah. the desserts. The Lebanese cheesecake, the mm -hmm. cardamom cake. I haven't tried the Lebanese cheesecake. You should after yeah. we, uh, we we have the full dining experience. You nice. will. Oh, you haven't left me no. cheesecake. No, I only have the baklavas here. Yeah. Whoa, you're missing yeah. out. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> gonna tell them to make it, and then we'll de we'll, we'll deliver it to you, Jordan. Yeah. Question for you. So, at what point, like, did you did you say like, okay, I'm I'm 21 years old. You know, you've been here for I don't know 10 years. You said after 1999. Like, yeah. What what? At what point were you like, I want to open a restaurant? Like, what made like. You're on Second Street, right? But back in the day, Long Beach wasn't what it is today. I mean, it was a little bit ghetto back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, it was not like a night. Long Beach was like considered like... Long Beach is a big city. Right, it's a huge yeah, city, right? A, yeah. But even then, I remember like coming to Second Street and it wasn't what it is, nothing of what it is today. I, you know? I think it had a had a beautiful feel back then. Mm -hmm. It was a different, more... Uh, Belmont Shore, Second Street, I did, you know, when I used to hang out... Uh, uh, in Long Beach, at the, I mean in Second Street at the time, it was so eclectic, it was very touristy, lots of Europeans, a lot of mom, little mom and pop coffee shops and restaurants, there wasn't any big names here. Uh, at the time, Belmont Shore, especially Second Street, was very unique. Mm. Now it's definitely busier, it's, people know about it more, there are more you know, brand names, etc. But not that much compared to a lot of other like different places like, True. like, like let's just say like Pasadena, it's more like trendier. I think Belmont Shore still kind of keeps is like, family. like yeah, yeah, like yeah, family yeah, oriented. Yeah. But you're right, not like what it used to be exactly. Like even ten years ago, it was it's just more a little bit more mainstream. Which they're trying to keep it more, you know, like the promenades open. But you know, they're trying to keep Second Street just what it was originally when you first came. Now you mean. No, no, oh, no. back yeah. then. Well, I mean, yeah. I think it's they're trying to hold on to that, that feel, feel. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Which is a little yeah. bit hard, but, but it's still there. Like this is like the last of it, I think, yeah, in yeah, Long yeah, Beach. Yeah, yeah. It's expanded. It's grown so much in the past years. True. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you said, it's a huge city. Mm. Downtown LA is a completely different feel. Belmont Shore. You know, the promenade's different. So just all these different locations mm -hmm. that you know, it's just it just it continues to expand. But I think here is just trying to keep its feel to what you know. Just a mom-pa shop still, you know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a very unique city. I mean, Long Beach is very unique, very diverse. Uh, it's home for me. It's mm -hmm. really home. It uh, doesn't matter what I travel all over the world. Even when I go to Lebanon, visit my family, 
which they all really still live there. Mm -hmm. When I come back here, this is home. This, yeah. is, ho this is home for me. Yeah. Long Beach has been, been very good for me. It changed my life in so many ways. And my kids are born and raised here, went to school here, from high school all the way to now. So when you came from Lebanon, how, how old were you when you came? I was 20 years old. Okay, so yes. you're 20 years yeah. old, you know, and when you came here and like you, you mentioned like the restaurant, you, you kind of cut a deal with the Asian guy and the whole thing. And what challenges, like did you think of any challenges that you might have or challenges that you did have that you kind of like, you know, persevered from there and just kind of kept going? Like, I'm sure you had a ton of challenges good that question. came about Very to like create where you are today and stay strong where you are today. Like, what, what were your challenges? What were your like, your adversities that you went through? Um, everything I've done was a challenge. Mm -hmm. I have, I was 30 years old, mm -hmm. uh, 30, 31. Mm -hmm. um, I've never owned a restaurant before, never worked inside a restaurant commercial kitchen before, never worked inside a restaurant before. The closest thing I've ever been to a restaurant is working at a valet, parking cars in a Lebanese, I mean, uh, Long Beach local restaurant here in, uh, in, uh, in Long Beach when I was 21 years old. Yeah. So everything was a challenge for me, everything. Uh, but I, you know, I've dealt with it and I uh, never really dwelled on anything, never uh, uh, looked, thought, too much ahead. If I have a problem in front of me, I deal with it. If it's not, I will not deal with it until it's in front of me. So uh, everything was a challenge. The biggest challenge for me was to uh, consistency, to create consistency, to make sure your hummus tastes today exactly like it, like it did 10 years ago. Mm. Uh, this was the biggest challenge and I managed to uh, perfect that, you know, over, overcome this challenge within months of me being in the kitchen every day. The first year and a half, my ass was glued to the kitchen. I was going to yeah. ask you, were you cooking? Yeah, I was, I was, I was cooking, cooking, I was cleaning, yeah. I was doing the accounting on this same table by the end of the day. But after 14, 15 hour shift, I was shopping for the groceries. I was uh, balancing uh, handmade spreadsheet. I was, I was, I was doing everything. I was, you know, on the line. I was on the dishes, uh, serving, take uh, take out uh, orders. Everything. I've done everything. The first year and a half, I was everywhere. And I think that's what keeps you humble. That, you know, like a, like as a business owner, you've done everything. You're, you know, like you've been part of like being the waiter, being the busboy, like checking out this and that, where a lot of people will not stay humble. Like, I won't do this, I won't do that. And you did everything that you had to do to push your restaurant through, to make its name for it, to make your name for it. And that's what keeps you humble because I, I, I've known you for a long time and I just think like you're one of the like, most humble people that I know. And you know, when I've seen your daughter here too, like you've taught your kids the same thing. And, I, and I, that's amazing, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't, you can't buy that. You can't teach that. Like you can teach it, yes, by by doing the work yourself. You know. They learn I mean? to like, be humble more exactly. than from my ex-wife than I am. My <laughs> ex-wife is an amazing, it was an amazing woman. She mm -hmm. really, uh, she really instilled a lot of that in them as well. Mm -hmm. You know, they saw me doing it, but my ex-wife was. And that's really yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. important. Yeah. Was there a time where you thought like? 
you know, I'm, I'm, you know, we're going through a, like a, a downside of, you know, economics or anything like that, where you thought like your, your restaurant would be in danger of like closing down or anything like that. And like, if so, if any ever, well, like, what did you do to overcome that? Like, well, those, those things, I think every human on this planet go through those thoughts. Mm. Am I going to succeed? Am I going to fail? Is my wife going to leave me? If my wealth is going to stay? Is my health is going to remain? I think it's all those uh, questions can be uh, answered in one way. It's just I, you can't control what isn't in front of you. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I've always, yes, I have in my younger years and I had to learn the hard way that not to worry about what's in front of me. Uh, you know, if this person open, would, would he take my business? If this uh, guy leave me, would he give my recipe away? And this is this is a young, inexperienced uh, uh, an individual would do, and we all do it. We, I think, we're all guilty of it. Mm -hmm. But with time, I'm feeling intimidated by this, especially being on Second Street, where they pop up, you know, close down, open up, there's a new place all the time, right? Correct. Yeah. Those thoughts are always entered my mind, but I've never entertained them for too long. Mm. So I, I have never dwelled on them, went to sleep with them. They come to my mind, they, I let it, I process them maybe for a minute or two, maybe hour or two, but I never go to sleep with them. I've always saw this place being here for another 80, 100 years. Mm. So uh, not, not because I am. I know what I'm doing, and I'm good because that's what I want. Mm -hmm. Now, if that doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. So be it. I am, but that's what I want, and and I uh, dwell with that in my heart, in my mind, and uh, uh, everything I do is directed towards this feel. Mm -hmm. uh, whether with the restaurant or anything else I do in my life, this is lately. Uh, I've been doing it for a while now, and it's working in every area in my life. So. Uh, I don't worry anymore. Yeah. Even, even with uh, with the COVID nineteen now, which we are in the middle of it, right. uh, it's a very challenging time for everybody, especially for business owners, especially for us, uh, small business like mm -hmm. me. Uh, it's a huge challenge. I don't dwell on it. I really don't care. And my business has been reduced by 50%. You know, we're doing only takeout and delivery and catering. That's huge. I have 100 employees in this location. Oh, wow. In this location alone, I had to uh, put on hold 85 employees. That's wow. huge. You yeah, know, 85 true. employees which, in which majority, the mass majority of them are family. Mm. You know, my average employee has been around for 10 years. I have um, employees that have been here since the beginning. Leticia, you know Leticia? Yes. She's been here yes. for 20 years, ever since I started. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Picasso, we have uh, uh, Tio, we have Jackie, our uh, operation director. Average of 15, 16, 17 years between all of them. This is a healthy excuse me, duration for, for a business such as mine. Right, right. Restaurant business have high turnover and people come and leave, come and leave. We were very fortunate. You've held on we to held on, people, and yeah. It's very hard to have this family, hey, I'm going to put you on hold, things are not good, I can't pay you. But um, with all this and other challenges, we can sit down and talk about it for hours, but I'm just going to make it short. Um, the... 
I just take it one day by one day at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, one day at a time because I feel really this is what's the life. It's what in front of you, what matters. People that live in the tomorrow or yesterday or next week or you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they never really live life and they never have the energy or the ability to deal with what's in front of them. So today this is what I have. I mm -hmm. have fifty percent of business, I have less employees, I have less income. I deal with it and then tomorrow will be another day and if this is uh, going to be like this forever, I'll deal with it and yeah, it's going to be better. And you figure it out as you go. And you figure it out as you exactly. go. Exactly. Right. So. So it's, and I can relate to that with 2008, let's kind of go a little bit back, 2008, we're in you know, mortgage and real estate and the difference between 2008 and you know. 2020. 2020. Yeah, <laughs> it's 2020. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> it's just it's just a total different feel because in 2008, everything shut down yeah. for us, completely shut down. You know, business was businesses were still open, but our market was completely shut down. In real estate. In real estate, it was completely shut down. You know, like we had a conversation out, you know, remember, the other yeah. day, and we were like, "How are you doing?" If you would have asked me this in 2008, like I couldn't even get a word out of my mouth because I have no idea like where we're going next. But yeah. it was it was what I thought in my mind, you know, and I thought, oh, my God, we're like crumbling. What's and it did. You know, it all came down to a crumble, but it was a humbling crumble of, you know what? Like this is where this is where you, you I did. I come I crumbled to the floor and like, you know, dug myself out. To where here we are in 2020 again another recession that we're living through but it's totally different it's 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 the humbleness of 2008 you know take my cars take my house take my this take take it all it's okay it's okay you can't take who i am you can't take where i came from you can't take where you know what i mean and i i'm sure you came kind of you know similar like we can it's I, funny I, I didn't i didn't come from like a wealthy family or anything like that you know i came from nothing got stripped of everything that we built yeah. And here we are again, 2020, yes, we are in a recession. Are we prepared? I can't say we're prepared 100%, but I'm damn well more prepared than 2008. And I see that like, you know, your restaurants, like, you know, you have a big sign outside where like takeout and delivery. And I asked you earlier, like, how are you doing with this? You know, and you're doing great. And I'm so happy for you that you're doing amazing. And you're one of the few restaurants on Second Street that's, you know, has a takeout, has a delivery, has, because a lot of them, I feel that sadly, and it breaks my heart because this is our home, like this is our town. We love Long Beach, it's Strong Beach to me. It's like, we'll get through it. The other day I was running, I've been, I've been exercising a lot. Like, you know, our regimen is to get up, get dressed. Like I'm going to work, my office is right outside our bedroom. And we keep going. And the other day I was running down Second Street and I got like really teary eyed. And I was like, we're gonna come back and we're gonna come back stronger because we have to, because this is like, I love like, I love Long Beach. I love Belmont Shore. Like this is what we're about, and it's sad to see. But you know, I'm I'm happy that you're still up and running, and you're doing amazing, no matter what you know what the circumstances are, because it's just a little setback for our comebacks, and our comebacks gotta be stronger no matter what, always, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you mentioned 2008 because it, 2008 was the most prof profitable year for me, and ever since I opened. 2007, 8, and 9, I, I felt the recession 2010. Oh, a wow. A little bit, yeah. But that was it. Things were, you know, start uh, to level up. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always had an incline ever since I opened. In 2010, 
I had a flat line for a while before it went up again. But I, 2008 was, I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, okay. <laughs> so I was just selling a lot of falafel at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it did not affect me, of course, your real estate. But yeah. this, of course, this, for me, uh, the opposite. You didn't feel it as much now. Yeah. I felt it big because it was a direct impact to the business. Well, there was the shutdown. Complete it shut shutdown, down, yes. Yeah, exactly. there was a complete shutdown, yeah. yeah. Well, here you are today, still hanging on. We're still doing good. And cheers. And cheers to that. <laughs> now, let's talk about your menu. Mm -hmm. For me, like I said before, the potatoes and my kids, they love, you know, they want to order an individual to go for themselves. Um, you have the Ali plate, mm -hmm. right? Ali's Which favorite. Is Ali's that favorite. was Ali's yeah. favorite 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. I, I've changed my favorite now. Uh -huh. <laughs> Lamb chops is my favorite now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which I haven't had yet. You're, you're one of those people uh, that, we, that I always lecture my employees about. I said, that we have die-hard customer that does not look at the menu. You need to offer them things that other than what they normally have. Because and I always have the same stuff. And I see like you Even for free, just let them try other things because of amazing things across the menu. I mean, I'm flattered that you're comfortable with one thing and you always order it. Try other things. Yeah, I know. I know. We have yes, to. Yes, we have yes. to, for sure. Yeah. Ali, thank Christina. you for being an inspiration to all of us. Thank you so and a welcoming much. friend. And teaching us greatness with your culture and your delicious food. Thank you. We were so lucky to have you on Second Street. And we look forward to coming to Open Sesame like any regular day. Open Sesame is going to be here for the next hundred years yes. I promise you yes and we'll continue to be here because we're gonna live to our 120 years old yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm gonna die at 150 I'll uh, be fine oh, okay <laughs> perfect thank you Ali yeah thank cheers. you thanks salute cheers salute cheers.